Hi, you are listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Wolf, and today we are with Issei. He is a Emmy Award-winning actor. He is a men's self-mastery coach and an inspirational speaker, and I'm excited for him to be here today because, well, this is really cool. So Issei is also part of, my my viewers are very uh very acquainted with the Joshua Tree tribe at this point. <laughs> There's been so many of you all on the show and I even <laughs> shot one of the shows there with Liza and we always talk about it. And like, so we have another, here's another, here's another tribesman, one of my brothers. And what's, what's interesting about Issei is that when we, when I first met you, I remember that before the story I'm going to tell, we were having a conversation. I think it was, uh, Thanksgiving and we were talking towards the end of the night and then we got cut off somehow and then later I went to sleep and you showed up in my dream and we continued the conversation and I was like hmm I know when people show up in my dreams a certain way like very presence I'm like okay there's something to this person that's in my sphere now right and I think that actually was the same weekend then, because I met you, I think a year prior briefly during the solstice, the, you were at 20. Yep. Yeah. When we did the 24 hour party. Yep. Um, But we connected briefly, but just, I don't know, we didn't go that deep. So then it was Thanksgiving weekend, Thanksgiving night that we were talking towards the end of the night. Then you popped in my dreams for us to continue the conversation that we were having. And then I think it was later that weekend, then the story that I want to share everyone before we dive into the topics that we're going to dive into being the divine masculine and healing the masculine and healing the masculine and feminine together and all of that whole thing and how important it is, is that we were, the women were, we were back on the land and the women were having a rage release ceremony. I don't ever, I I think I call it anger management circle. I could never remember the name. And I never had partaken in one of those. And actually that day, I actually wasn't really mad about anything. So I didn't really have any rage that I needed to release. So I kind of felt that during this ceremony, I was more kind of holding space for the other women that really needed to get some anger out of them. And basically the way it was set up was they had different stations. And one of the sisters led us into an opening deep thing to start bringing this rage into us or out of us. And then we went around and just like broke shit, hit shit. It felt, felt very, like very animalistic. And like, at one point I felt like we were like, like raiding a village and just like burning the shit down. Like, and everyone's like screaming and crying and like just breaking and breaking and breaking stuff. And I just like really being an actor myself, you know, I I show up for things and like, I'm like, you know, playing the part of to hold the energy of the space being to really let the others get this energy out of them. And I was having a lot of fun doing that. But where my healing came into it is at one point I looked over and Issei was standing how far away from the circle do you think you were? Like, I, I don't really know feats when it comes 100, to like- 100, 125 feet. Yeah, so like you were a little ways away, but close yeah. enough to to be able to see you. And Issei just came, like, came up to where he was and just held space for us, but from a distance. And I looked up and I saw him there and it it did something to me. 
And even though Santos was holding the space for the women just to make sure no one was hurting themselves or in the line of fire, like with us, all the other men were asked to stay away from this container. And I looked over and I saw you and the little girl in me was like, like noted that, like, huh, that's really interesting. He's holding space. Okay. I've never really felt that before. And then I felt like the little girl in me was like, is he going to leave? And then I would go hit some more things and I would look over and I'm like, he's not leaving. What, why is he not leaving? They're supposed to leave. He's not leaving. And then I would like go and hit some more things and scream and rage. And I'm like, check back again. I'm like, he's still there. Holy shit. He's still there. And then another brother showed up and held space. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? Like it, my, I couldn't even comprehend what was happening. And the little girl in me kept checking in, checking in, checking in. And the fact that you guys didn't leave it, it hit me so deeply. So I can't even explain how really like, I'm like, I've never had a masculine show up and show up in that way. And clearly my little girl hasn't felt that either. And my medicine for the day wasn't to release rage. It was to retrain or introduce or whatever you want to call it, that the masculine doesn't have to leave. They don't all leave. And we can rewrite that story from a very deep, deep, deep wounded place. And as I told you, when I shared this story with you a few weeks ago, I shared that story with a bunch of women after when I came back to LA, people that are not even part of the tribe. And every single one of them told me, thanked me for sharing them that story, told me how important it was for them to hear that story. Even though it didn't happen to them, it felt like they ha it happened to their little girl and their nervous systems and their insides as well. And have them realize they don't know if they've ever had a masculine show up for them like that. And I know that it, when Joel and I even talked about that experience, there was a part of him that said it was hard to see the feminine even be enraged like that. And it kind of made him uncomfortable, but how you really, even to him directed him like, no, you, you need to stay. And it was like to make such a difference that you don't even know you're making was like, so I couldn't wait to share it with you. And I wanted to wait till I saw you in person because it was so powerful and the ripple effect that that was able to cause even just on the little microchasm that I'm bringing. I wanted to bring that story here to, to reach it out even more for men and women. And that the work that you're doing that we briefly talked about before we jumped in here, the work that the feminine's doing and how important this is to rewrite these stories for our little child and us, for our ancestral lineages, for where we're going to even bring union back together in a balanced and safe and expressive way. And how we've really gotten so disconnected from each other, from trusting each other, from holding space for each other. And that was such a symbol of like, even showing me of where we can go and hope is not all lost. Right. Yeah. 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 Wow. 
let me just start by saying peace and protection and prosperity to all of our brothers and sisters. Such an honor to be here with you, my sister, and with all my sisters and with all my brothers, and to be here to to be here to hold this space, to be a part of holding this space for you to reintroduce us again to be a part of that process. It's such mm -hmm. a great honor. I see you and you as a representative of all the divine feminines. I see you and I love you and I respect you and I honor you and I see your power and you have a power that I don't have and that doesn't make me weak and that's mm -hmm. okay, but there's a power that you have that I don't have. And I honor you and I'm here to serve you and we're back, plain and simple. And I know that we've been gone and I know that that served a higher purpose, but we're back and we're back mm -hmm. and we're here and we're here and we're not going anywhere. Yeah. And we need that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we, you know, one of the most powerful things that we need as the divine masculine is I need you. We need you because we get to and have to, you know, and keep doing the work that we're doing on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we have to keep doing that because we got to figure this out and heal this and put this back together and integrate ourselves and complete ourselves and learn how to love ourselves. Like, yes, we need to do all that. But if I'm doing this and we're doing this without what you just said and what you just experienced, if you don't see me, if you don't acknowledge me, everything is birthed through you. Mm -hmm. You actually make me real in the world. You give me power. I can train and get myself strong, but like you give me power in the world because when you really see me, mm -hmm. that's when the ripple effect happens. It's when you see me, when, when you see me, in your mind mm -hmm. and you birthed me in your mind, like how we did that day. That was the destiny. Yeah. It was immaculate conception and it went straight to the little girl mm -hmm. and it was, it was pure. It was pure. It was just pure. And that connection was made between the little boy and the little girl between you and me. And that was made. And I was birthed in you literally <laughs> And what did you do? You shared that energy with your girlfriends. Yeah. Making us now real in the world. Now all those, all your girlfriends and the divine feminine will bring in that reality because now the divine masculine is real in them because of you, because of that process. The mm -hmm. man doesn't do that process. We don't grow things. You have the actual womb and then you actually have the energetic divine womb mm -hmm. as well and once you see us see me we become real in the world and we can serve you we can do our job to protect you just like how you do your job to protect us yeah we can we can fill the space and hold the space and meet you how we're supposed to meet you right yeah yeah and the really like, you know, so many people are craving, even people that I feel 
let's say aren't spiritual or awakened or whatever word you want to use, they, that, that really deep connection. So many people crave that really deep connection and the feminine and the masculine on the majority of the masses, like really don't even know how to get to that place, how to even trust the other person and the distortion that has happened to create these pseudo-y relationships that are very malfunctioned and no one's seeing each other, right? So this void of not seeing each other and they don't know how to come to, then, then everyone's running out to try to get it from somewhere else, right? But then they quickly find over here that's not happening either because the, the whole like thing has, has been so lost, right? So yes, to, to find these moments where we can recognize and bring it back and really give each other purpose again, that we're not out just trying to do it on our own, that it really takes us coming together to birth each other, right? If I birth you, you're then in turn birthing me as well, because then kind of like I was, we were starting the conversation at Janelle's of like, I just got that spot, like the process of going kind of back and forth and intertwining is that's what's going to help us propel us to even continue to rise even more. Yeah. 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 I don't, it's, it's interesting. There's the conversation sometimes out there that a man doesn't need a woman or a woman doesn't need a man. That's, that's, that's like a half truth. It's true. And it's false. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't need you to be a human. I don't need you to survive. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't need you to, to, to get the basics of my life. There's, there's certain things that I can do on my own. I can make my own money. I can, you know, do this. I can do that. I can even do a child or whatever. Right. But where we do need each other is what you just so beautifully did. We do need each other to ascend mm -hmm. because I cannot reach the heights. It's impossible for me to reach the heights on my own, like how I can reach with the divine feminine counterpart, which is our the perfect co-creative partner. Mm -hmm. We are perfect co-creative partners. There is no higher co-creative perfection on this earth other than the man and the woman and we create the highest creation a child mm -hmm. without that core primordial process there would be no other we wouldn't have any choices here we wouldn't have any free will this is like the foundational and the highest creation is what happens just naturally between the feminine and the masculine because we have to create the child so we can actually have a physical experience Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think that that's also been lost and thrown out with the bath water, the baby's bath water. Like, oh yeah, you're just a man and you're just a woman. That's so old. It's like, well, yeah, it's ancient and it's sacred and it's old and it, it, it allows everything to happen. Mm -hmm. Everything. It allows existence to happen on this planet. Yeah, it's... I mean, you know, technology, you can do one without the other, but organically, you can't do one without the other, right? And it's a lot more fun to do it together. As much as like I've in my spiritual growth and practice, and I've spent a lot of time 
in this lifetime alone. And I tell people, I'm like, I'm fine alone, right? Like I can keep myself busy. Like I, you know, I just, I've spent a lot of time alone, but I don't want to do it alone. I don't have to do it alone. It's more fun. Like, why did we come to this planet then and this lifetime to be alone? No, we came to bounce off of each other, right? We came to have these experiences with each other to humans are even like we're pack animals, right? We're not meant to be alone. And yeah, there's times for the alone process to unplug, to strengthen, to, you know, to let go, to do all the things, but to yes, to have the ultimate co-creation. It's so much more interesting and expansive, right? Like one person you can go, whatever the saying is like, you know, one person you only go so far, but as a group, how far can you go? Right. So doing this mat, okay. Balancing the divine masculine and divine feminine in yourself. That's great. Right. That's needed. But then to externalize it and expand, we, we can't do that alone if we want to go further. Yeah. And, 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 and the balancing, that's a, such a, like balancing as a man, balancing, like I love being alone as well too, but a lot of men and women love being together, right? And there's a, there's a, which you mentioned earlier, there's a, a, a friction that happens where they, they don't know how to be together, right? And going back to like, you have the divine masculine and feminine within you. I have the divine masculine and feminine within me. I'm learning how to work with that forward backward energy that give that take energy that up down inside outside energy right within me and many of us men you know with the men's work that that we do where many of us men sh struggle and our, our lesson to learn is to accept that feminine within us and that like an old pair the old mindset was that i'm masculine i'm a man so that means Ain't no feminine energy in this over here. I'm a man, baby. I'm a man, man. Woo, woo. I'm a man. Yeah. I know Pinko. Well, I'm off. I ain't no man, man, woman over here, right? That was like the old mindset, which is inaccurate. That just that makes us very just. I just penetrate. I don't receive. I just penetrate. I just have the gas pedal, no brake pedal. That's very imbalanced, and. What we're learning, what many of us are learning and have learned, we've learned it and we're still learning it, right? Mm -hmm. Is that we're learning to work with that feminine, that recessive, that receiving energy within us, right? Because the problem, what happened was many men, when they don't work with that receiving energy, that feminine energy within them, mm -hmm. yet that we're, I'm trying to be with you, which is the embodiment of, a, of the feminine energy, right? So there's a total conflict. I'm rejecting the feminine energy within me, yet I'm trying to pull in the energy out here of physicalization with you. Now I'm trying to be with you. And so I'm constantly rejecting you, yet I'm trying to be with you at the same time. And that's never going to work. Wow. That is such a great visualization of that would create extreme conflict. Extreme because especially women are being more receptive and being more energetically sensitive 
I could see why even like on an energetic level, not even conscious, that would be very confusing to try to navigate. Yeah. Because yeah. we're being rejected. Yeah. You're being, but we're being wanted. Yeah. At the, and then it's like, well, I what want the you, fuck do you I want? want you, I want you physically. I want these things physically, but I'm completely rejecting your energy. Mm-hmm. Right. And some men, you don't completely reject it. Some is more or less, you know, there's a sliding scale, right? But yeah. when the man works on that energy within themselves and he, he, he reconciles that and he learns how to harmonize those, those opposing energies within himself, he learns how to balance them, harmonize them, how to use them, when to use which one. He learns that very, very well, when to penetrate, when to pull back. Mm-hmm. He learns that, right? This becomes butter. It becomes so effortless because he understands the energy and you're just... A, a, you're you're just you're a woman is just the how do I say this the uh, uh, the embodiment of that energy mm-hmm. like a lot of that energy right I have subtle energy of the feminine in me but you have like a lot of it and then your body is a physical physicalization of that energy right mm-hmm. and when but but when a man reconciles that over here and learns how to have okay I'm gonna I, I can feel these emotions it's okay to feel these emotions. Okay, I can identify what these emotions are, right? Okay, okay, now I know how to express what's going on with me in a healthy way. This all takes practice and years, right? I'm mm-hmm. learning how to express myself and then I'm learning how to, you know, do that, you know, in a healthy way and share that with somebody else. Well, like when a, when a man learns that process, the, the, the ebb and flow between the feminine and masculine, like relations wise, it becomes so easy. It, it becomes so, because the, the, the respect and the love that happens to you is natural. What happens is like when a man, and this goes both ways, but I'll say it from this perspective yeah. here. When a man is in his fully integrated divine masculine, he's balanced that stuff and he shows up it ought the female is automatically balanced out she automatically is 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 naturally balances out into her divine feminine mm-hmm. and it's and it's vice versa as well when when one shows up and it's that becomes like the that's really the dominant energy because it's a more powerful energy in my opinion is the balance right as opposed to the imbalance but when that shows up powerfully it automatically balances out the other person and then what happens from this perspective, at least, when a man fully shows up, the first thing that the woman can does is what you actually said with the little girl, and you, you said it back then, her nervous system relaxes. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, she feels safe. And she from that, she feels like she, she can trust you. Mm-hmm. Because you know what happens is when a man does that work, in order for a woman to feel safe, she has to trust you. But for her, in order for her to trust you, when he does that work, he's doing it on a multi-dimensional level. That means he's spirit, spiritually connected to some extent. He's disciplined his mind, right, to have healthy thinking. He's uh, has healthy emotional process going on within him, and then his his physical is and aligned with all of that, right? Mm-hmm she actually feels safe and is not can naturally relax because those things are in order with him she actually can 
not only feel safe, but she can, if she wants, she can trust his leader, his leadership because he's yeah. giving proper guidance. Yeah. So she can trust him on so many, not only will he not hit her, which is the last thing, mm-hmm. but he won't destroy or hurt her emotionally because he's not hurting himself and self-mutilating emotionally. He's not self-degrading himself and thinking low of himself. So then therefore he's not thinking low of her mm-hmm. and he's spiritually connected as well too. He's getting guidance and he's knowing, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm allowing myself to be guided. I know I'm not a know-it-all. I don't know everything. I need guidance. I need help. Yeah. And I feel like that, that disconnection for men has pushed women to have to, and I'm speaking of this as total hundred percent um, experience <laughs> of, or I mean, and just what I've like more attracted in energetically has made us have to take more of the masculine approach. And I, you know, with everyone on the land, everyone was like, why haven't you gone to a women's retreat yet? And I'm like, I don't know. It just hasn't aligned. And after our, our experience, I realized that I needed to heal with the masculine before I showed up for the feminine. I couldn't show up with the feminine. I was too far in my masculine, but even then my masculine side was coming from a wounded masculine place. Yeah. And I've spent, especially because I moved to LA when I was 20, like basically by myself, I had a few friends. So at a very young age, came from Minnesota out here, and I quickly had to be fully in my masculine just to survive in the city. And from there, then I pulled in a lot of wounded masculines where then I had to hold everybody. And then I'm, but then my little girl and my feminine like over time have just became extremely exhausted. Like I don't have it in me to do all of it. And I used to probably look at that as a weakness. So I would stand in my masculine more and more and more. And even in my marriage, it was so out of balance. And I would try to give the reins to my ex-husband, but he didn't know how to be in the masculine. And I was like, okay, I can't even have a child with this person because he like, we have a dog. She's my child. Then he's like turned into my child and who is take, like, I felt like if a person came in the house at night to like, let's say rob us or something, I'd be the one fighting, (laughs) fighting them off, or we'd be on the streets and I'm clocking everything. Okay. Like that's unsafe over there, you know? And I just, I never, I was like, I would wake up in the morning and my teeth would be clenched and my hands would be in fists and I'd be at the edge of the bed. And I was so stressed out, I actually cracked a tooth. And I just like, I just never felt like I could, yes, like relax my nervous system or that I was ever being held. But partially that's, I feel I'll take responsibility for that. I just went, put myself so far into the masculine, but then I attracted a wounded masculine. So that pushed me further into the masculine. And then I never got to really understand until the last like couple of years of even how to be a feminine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, 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 um, I'll just say that that result is by design. I'll just say that, you know, and, 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 but what helps us to um, remedy that. And that's what I totally experienced in my marriage too. I was still fractured in my marriage. So my wife was doing the same thing that you were doing in your marriage. 
it it was when a man doesn't and you have, had a baby and i had a yeah she's still and she's 11 yeah and but i couldn't show up the first five years of her life because i didn't have myself mm-hmm. and i didn't have a, a, any role models that really embodied that complete man where i really understood that cohesive energy within a man right mm-hmm. and you know, my mind was fractured at that time as well. So, so she was overcompensating and taking up too much space. Wasn't her fault. And it's not women's fault. And women are kind of by default almost forced to do this because the space, in a sense, has to be filled by something. And when we don't show up, we're we're it's like it's like we're in in this unhealthy feminine space, almost this fractured, this traumatic space. And if we're not feeling the space, then you're forced to do something that you don't want to do, but you have to. Only in emergency situations are either one of us really supposed to do something like that or for temporary or for sp- special circumstances, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But not constantly. I'm not supposed to constantly be in my feminine, in my feminine, in my feminine. And you're not supposed to constantly be in your masculine, but that's sort of the dynamic that's here in the world right mm-hmm. so we as men the, the men that want that choose to <laughs> identify as a man and want to be the masculine energy aligned with their male body right the ones that choose to to do that we're learning to put ourselves back together right the if we're in a relationship say you and me in a relationship right you, the woman is learning okay i'm going through a process i'm learning to fill this space but there has to be some space for me to fill so She's got to back up and release some of that masculine energy, which is scary because things can collapse and shit does fall and stuff does break down, right? Because if she if she pulls back, things can actually break down. Mm-hmm. But that is also what's needed because under those circumstances, he gets an opportunity to show up. Right. And he's, he's going to mess up. He's mm-hmm. going to fall. It's not going to be perfect. You know, you're talking about a man that, let's just say, has never, uh, uh, if I was to think about one, just one easy physicalization of what we're talking about, it's <clears throat> learning to express his emotions. First, first, get it, identify him, uh, allowing himself first to feel him, that it's okay, and then maybe identifying what it is, and then learning how to actually express vocally what that is, and then learn to say it in a healthy and effective way where it gets communicated and received by the other person. That process just alone right there is takes a while. So, you know, you're talking about a man that that never expressed anything, never said anything, right, about stuff that's really going on. To him, he's got to try it out at first. He's going to be like, well, you know, I'm um, I'm uh, feeling, oh, I don't know, I don't know. You know, that's going to be the first stage of him even just trying to express something that he totally cut off. A year later, he's like, yeah, fucking, it's just, you're, you're too much in my space and it just fucking hurts. That's a year, two years, two years later, the third or fourth year, he's like, yeah, you know what? I just, you know, I just don't appreciate it. And give me a second. So just please let, let me, I'll just be right back. <laughs> right. He's learning to just get his temper. And then like the fifth, sixth year or whatever, he's like, you know what? I felt like you really disrespected me and it really hurt my feelings, but I'm not blaming you because I'm responsible for myself and I'm responsible for me the way I translated that. And I love you no matter what. So, you know, let's try to find uh, uh, something where we both can win. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can we get something to eat? 
it's like that it's like a seven year process just learning how to do so but he has to have space and the woman has to like back up and understand that he's gonna mess up until he gets to his final result what's what's an amazing thing for the woman to do is to like what you and i talked about in the very beginning when you shared that beautiful story is this is a if a woman can do this and you can see him before he shows up mm. see him in your mind know that these he's there hold that space speak that life speak that end result into him and he's mm. gonna be like you know you're gonna be like i know you got this baby i believe in you i believe in your your leadership you'll figure it out and you walk away he's gonna be like oh, okay 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 all right all right i can i can do this i can do this oh, i can do this if if the woman can actually see him before he actually becomes who he truly is if she can see him and speak life into that before he becomes who he truly is that'll just not only speed up the process but make it such a it'll make it like a a, a beautiful thing that starts to happen because he, he can start to really the birthing process will be more beautiful you know, because he's birthing himself as opposed to being a struggle and a fight and her be like, you don't show up. It's like, well, yeah, of course he's not showing up. He's not the man that he's going to be just yet. So many women, when they break up, right? I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. So many women, when they break up with a man and they'll, they'll, I'll talk to him because I talk with women too and I've coached them sometimes too, is they'll, they'll say, well, I wish he would have just told me that he wanted to break up. If he would have told you and been able to express all that stuff, if he was already that man, yeah, that he's becoming, right? But he's not that yet, which is why he why he can't, didn't and can't tell you this because he's not that man yet. And it seems simple for a woman to do that, right? Yeah. But for a man, that's our challenge: is to be able to say and create boundaries and say what we want, what we don't want, and say no, and so on and so forth. Yeah, you know, that's such an important piece of holding that space for someone and when you really believe that someone or something believes in you that it it lights that little fire you know it it gives you like a a kind of a a broad map it gives you like oh i can do this oh i have somewhere to go yeah right and they they see me in that and i had a breakup with someone um it's been almost a year very painful. And he expressed to me that he didn't understand, like basically long story short, he didn't like understand. He wasn't, he kind of expressed he wasn't good enough for me, but, but he's like, how he's like, didn't understand how I could see him a certain way. Right. Like I, but I, but I'm like, but I told him that's, part of one of my gifts in life is I, I see through a lot of the 3d bullshit into the light. Right. Sometimes maybe that's a little bit, you know, kept me in places longer than I should have been. Cause I'm like, I see the potential, <laughs> you know, and then they're like, but I don't and fuck you, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to convey to him. I'm like, you might not think you're a certain person, but I see you like I really see you that's a gift I really see you and I tried holding space for him but he it was too uncomfortable for him to have that space being held because of his wounding 
yeah. he didn't feel like he even deserved to have the space. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't ready to fill that space. And that ready. was so heartbreaking because I'm like, I'm giving you all this room in the world to like, but it, but even because his core wounding is so deep, that was even too much for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so at each in their own time, you know, yeah. we, we fill that space. We start to put ourselves back together when, when we're ready, you know, and, and sometimes it's just, you know, we all have our, our, our own free will to, to, to actually get on the path or to do that work when we want mm -hmm. to. I know so much stuff for me and all my woundings were all from my soul's strategy. Mm. It was all mm -hmm. strategy because mm -hmm. it's, you know, a lot of people look at their woundings, their mistakes, their errors, their misunderstandings, their 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 messes that they've done. They look at all that stuff kind of like poo-poo soiling a diaper. Yeah. They look like soil that when 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 in actuality, it's actually the soils that will grow their wisdom. Right. And because of those mistakes, the, those errors are, you know, wisdom comes from experiences all types of experiences, good, mm -hmm. bad, ugly, crazy cat. It, it comes from everything, but you got to do the work to extract the wisdom, which is the teachings from those challenging situations, those mistakes. If you can extract the teachings and the lessons and from that, if you can get the, the spiritual lesson that you put that yourself in or whatever from that situation to learn, if you can learn, squeeze out the juice from those situations, it'll become your wisdom. Mm -hmm. But most of us get too caught up in the guilt and the shame and beating ourselves oh, up yeah. in those situations that we never can get the actual lesson, which is the only point that it serves is to give us an experience mm -hmm. and to give us a spiritual lesson and teaching. And once we can glean that, then we actually have wisdom to turn into the world. Like that's, that's where we, that those mistakes, those, those wounds is where we get our wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, my biggest one was with my dad. I damn near almost hated him in, for 30 years and all this other stuff. And when I finally healed that, that became my biggest superpower. That became my, one of the things I'm going to, you know, go back home and complete this life most proud of is that I healed that core wound with mm. my father. I figured out the, the labyrinth maze on how to actually do that. Yeah. And when we do that, man, we we get all of this this wisdom that's been just sitting right here waiting for us to actually just extract it from ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took me I felt like a very bad person for like a really long time for like all the things I did and people I hurt. And um, then I think like core because of that in my core I felt like I didn't really deserve good things because I was like a horrible person you know and through my work even I would say probably even just in the last two years like the blessing of COVID because there actually is a lot of blessings in it is the taking yourself out of society in a sense right and having to sit even deeper it's like you know those of us that have been on the path and do the work we already sit deep but then when you're really like, you, we're really taking you out, like yeah. <laughs> there are no parties to go to, even if you want to. Yeah, right? yeah. We, I mean, we created our own in the, in the desert, but you know what I mean? For the most part, we, a lot, you know, it really forced us to go even deeper. And even uh, I shifted my life drastically uh, almost a year ago where I took myself out of a job and 
after that, I had all this time that it was just me in my house and I didn't, I was struggling financially. So I couldn't even go out, even if I wanted to, it was kind of like a similar pandemic, but it was even more confining, right? Cause now the world's open, but I financially can't go do anything. Okay. So I had to go very, 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 very deep. And it got really gnarly some days and I did it all really alone. Um, and I had to really reconcile, first reconcile that, forgive myself in that. But what was beautifully laid out then was just that of like the, the, the tapestry of it, right? Of showing me all of these things, how divinely orchestrated they were, how I had to play a certain part in it for myself or for someone else or for both, right? That every little thing was a breadcrumb for the wisdom to get me to now, to be able to, you know, like what we were talking about before we come in, came on here is about you, even in this next part of your, you're turning 50 and you're stepping into like, you had a practice life and now you're stepping into your life, right? And all of these things to build up to, I kind of feel like I'm coming, I'm, I'm stepping in the same way because different things are happening and I'm bringing myself more online uh, even to the public with, uh, you know, with doing my sound baths and really expanding my retreat with that and of taking out all that wisdom, being able to heal the past, because now I see how divinely orchestrated all of that shit was to build me to a certain person with a degree of understanding that even the shitty things were gifts. And I wasn't a horrible person. And maybe I even distorted it in my mind during that time or made it even a bigger dramatic deal than it actually was because I might've hurt somebody else. But what if that hurt was for their, you know what I mean? So I don't need to take on, I don't need to carry the load of everyone's, you know, everything. And then I'm actually like pretty cool <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a nice person. <laughs> I mean, when we, I, you know, I think of it like a, like a whole acting thing, like a, you know, we take on these roles, right? And it's just like, you know, I, I imagine, like, I just kind of know this, these sort of scripts in my mind. I'm like, all right, before we came here to Earth and mm -hmm. did this whole thing, right? We were up there in heaven, let's just say, call it that, right? And we were standing on each other, the whole tribe, looking down, like, yeah, hey, we're gonna do this and do that and do this, do that, do this, do that, and then. It's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go through this drama. It's like, oh, that's good. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go through this drama at the same time, but I'm gonna do it this way. It's like, oh, okay, that's good. And we're all like, and then we come down here at our own pace and we go deep undercover. Mm -hmm. And the game is to forget, you know? Cause when we're up there and we're doing this whole thing, it's like, yeah, everyone remembers. Yeah, I see you, I see myself, I see you, I see your life, I see my life. I see your power, I see my power, I know the love, I'm in the love, I am the love, right? We know that. But then when we come here, if we knew that, where, where would be the growth? Where, where would be the experience? So it's like, nah, you gotta forget all that. Mm -hmm. You gotta forget it, forget it all. Start off fresh. Let's see what you can do. Yeah. Right? And then we, then we, then we, 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 we say, oh, I'm scared. Oh, you know, I'm self-conscious. Yeah. Oh, I'm 
I'm a bad person. Then we go through our drama, mm-hmm. right? And and then we start to uncover. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Then we start to, you know, remember, put ourselves back together. We start to do that process, and we start to remember that. Oh, wait, I remember. Wait, I remember that I'm this divine being. I'm not just this human being. I'm an actual divine being. Mm-hmm. No, I am. That's right. I am the light. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It took me now. I really appreciate it because I had to work for it. Like, oh, yeah, I've anchored in some real spiritual strength here in the mm-hmm. circumstances and the things that we had to push against or pushed against me and overcome so we could experience the victories. Yeah, we got to yeah. have. Those, yeah, we got to have those challenges. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you know, what are we doing here then? <laughs> right. Yeah. We don't go to the gym to lift a one pound weight. No, we don't. It was like, no, it was like, put stack it up. Put that, <laughs> put that, put that 10 pound on there. That bench press, there's 10 pounds right there. We're going to go 10, 20 today. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it's, it's for us to turn around and pull up the next, the next, you know, generation, or even the people in our generation, it's, you know, doing the work and doing the hard, heavy lifting is then, you know, my yoga teacher used to say that he's like, you know, strengthening the body is then to hold the child, right? So we have, like, if you're going to have children or not even have children, and there's other people in your life, even people that are just the same age as you, but, you know, a little bit further behind on the path it's it's doing the work to help raise each other up to bring each other along to pave a path that there's like somewhere to even go everyone's talking about the fifth dimension and like that it's you know we got to get there and it's like well we can be there right now and there's some of us like we can stay down here in the trenches just playing in the in the drama or there can be some of us that can keep doing the work to have hold a space for people to actually come to, right? Because we have to co-create this place that we're all wanting to go, but everyone's like, it's like you know, <laughs> we can be here right now. And like, then we just teach people how to come here. It's like, just flip it on, right? Yep. Yep. That That's definitely a... a a practice of disciplining that mind and literally like focus, mm-hmm. you know, blocking things out and remembering things, putting things in and like creating that fifth dimension right here, mm-hmm. right here. You know, it's just, but with this mind, like, you know, we have to, we have, we, we get to have dominion over our mind. Mm-hmm. Some of yep. us for the first time in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny now because like I just went through some like some big lessons the other week. And it's like while I was in it, I like can recognize like, wow, this is something I need to still work out. And it's mm-hmm. like there's like this like polarity of like, I'm so annoyed and mad at it, but I totally get it. And it's like yeah. I can't even be mad at the person that I'm having the whole situation yep. with because I know they're just playing a part for me to yep. like fucking like step up and and quit this this pattern you know and it's just such a fun game now because like 
I, I, I can't stay in the drama of it for too long because I'm like, oh, I really get what's happening here. Oh, I see what I need to do so we can tie this one up. Oh, I'm not even mad at you. <laughs> like, I'm annoyed, <laughs> but I can't even be mad anymore because you just really just showed me somewhere that I'm still, I don't have my footing yet. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not, there's a little, oh, I thought I was like, you know, self-loving all day. And then you're showing me like you are. But in this one area, <laughs> you haven't quite figured it out yet, right? And I'm like, oh, no shit, huh? But like, it, the dramas just start becoming playful and comical, even though in the moment it might feel really heightened and you might cry and you need to release some energy because it's just been so bottled. But now it's just like, oh, that's cool. Hey, thanks for... <laughs> Thanks for showing that to me today so I can, you know, now it's going to take me a few days to process and integrate. Yeah. One, uh, I forget that te- the, the author of the, of the book, uh, conscious parents, conscious, mm. conscious parenting, the conscious parent, I think is what it's called. And, um, she, she had said it, uh, has a cool theory. And I think it's the same thing with this, like with people, but she also said that our children have been sent to us to actually heal those wounds. And when it's like when the child is like five and something at that age is particularly annoying us about our child, that actually, they're actually sent to us at that moment to heal what got traumatized within us at that same age or that same wound. And it's like the thing that's bothering us about them is the thing that got hurt and they're giving us an opportunity to heal it because it's causing friction. There's a, if it was healed, it wouldn't be causing a friction, right? And uh, I just thought that that was a very, very, you know, profound thing. It's like, wow, you know, because a lot of, you know, our children, you can, you can, and I was go, gone through a process with that where I've learned to just, you know, and to pull back and to see mm-hmm. it for what it truly is. And, and I think people for the same thing, people, they give us that opportunity to, to look at something that we might not have noticed had yeah. they not been the jerk or sick. yeah or put you in a challenging situation yeah yeah and my my big one last week was like self-love self-honor like look at and when it comes to this thing you're still not doing it you might be doing it all over here but it's not her fault yeah she's giving you you know certain things too yeah yeah Beautiful. Well, I love you. I love you. Yeah. I think that that's, I think that that's, I think that's one of, I think one of the last things I'll say before we, before we, before we roll, Yeah. That, you know, the bringing it back home to like us, like having that platonic, non-sexual love, agape love for each other. You know, that connectedness, being able to see each other, you know, from here, from the top mm-hmm. down, as opposed from the bottom up, like being able to see that person and love like that divine being there, you know, starting at, at like that as a, like as a foundation has really served me, which allowed me to go through my completion with my former wife and still be able to support her in her next relationship with a, a romantic man, you know, mm-hmm. as we completed that, because I could see, we could see that in each other actually, 
that we're divine siblings. And I, I, could, I wasn't allowed to just see my wife anymore as a, as a human being. I had to see my divine sister there and want good for my sister and love my sister in a very platonic way. Mm-hmm. And that allowed, I had, so with that information, and then I mixed to see that with my former wife, I was able to actually rise above any sort of stuck, hurt emotions that would have kept me at a lower level. But I think that definitely being able to see each other and love each other from that very platonic place mm-hmm. as a starting point is 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 a good starting point for for us. Absolutely, because it creates safety and trust again, right? In the other counterpart. Yeah. Where a lot of us have been pummeled in one way or another, right? Yeah. Thank you so much for the work you're doing and continuing continuing to do. Do um, you have anything coming up that if anyone that's listening wants to jump into or how to work with you, if they would like to work with sure. you? Um, well, a cool thing coming up is uh, I think, well, next year uh, there's a movie. I don't know. There's a movie that I did, which is a pretty cool character called Alone Today. There's that movie coming out. So you're going to look out that for, for, for 2023. Uh, but for the coaching, mm-hmm. which all this is for to serve for that. Yeah, uh, you can pretty much I post daily inspirational videos uh, that are that are very very helpful on Instagram. And my handle on Instagram is a divine man, a divine man. And um, you can find my coaching on there. And um, and but the coaching directly is. Uh, the the divine man coaching.com the divine man coaching.com and uh yeah you can follow me on there and we can chat and reach out and go from there and, be and expand and, and, and rise and do all the things and then we can go in the spiral <laughs> yeah, i'm going to the ascension and <laughs> bring the in the second gold uh, another golden age baby yes yes yeah, Well, thank you for connecting with me today. I love you so much. And I'm so glad we found each other on this earth so we can, you know, continue to do the work together. Thank you for being in the process of helping heal my little girl and my heart and my nervous system. And I really honor you so deeply, so deeply. And I'm very blessed that you're in my life. And I see you and we're here. And we will keep doing the work and we're here and we're back and we are balanced and we are ascending and we are ascended and we are powerful and we are harmonious and we respect each other and we protect each other and we have fun and we build and we create and I trust you and we're safe with one another and we'll make mistakes and we'll clean it up. Exactly. We'll get the wisdom from it and we'll keep ascending. Yes. Love you, sister. I love you. And thank you all for watching and listening. And we'll talk with you again soon.